Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me give you a piece of advice. Um, when you're building a brand, and that can be anything, like if you're building a company, if you're building a personal brand, at some point, you will be pitching said brand to someone else. And you'll be hoping to receive their involvement, whether that be, let's say, if you are a, um, if you're building a, a, a brand, like a company, right? And you're hoping to secure an investment from someone. Or if you're a personal brand and you are pitching to a company an idea for some sort of sponsorship or endorsement. Regardless, at some point, whether you are a company or a personal brand, you will be pitching to somebody and hoping to secure some sort of investment or partnership out of that pitch. And although this episode isn't about pitching, I want to lead into the general topic with this sentence. Pitching is the psychological art of knowing exactly what will make the person that you're pitching to excited about participating in the thing you're pitching them. Whether it's a company idea, whether it's a product idea, whether it's a brand deal or sponsorship idea, whether it's you wanting them to be the a fellow co-founder or what, whatever it is that you're pitching to them for, right? Okay. Same goes for advertisements that are consumer facing. Advertisements are essentially like mini pitches to the consumer being like, we want your money. So here's a way that we can relate to you so that you know that you're the target audience so that then you put money in our pockets. That's what advertisements do, basically. (laughs) And there's one thing about advertising and, and pitching ideas that people do that immediately turns me off. Immediately. So if at any point in time you want to work with me and you want to pitch me an idea to get strategy advice on and you do this, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Okay. So here's an example. I'm on Instagram stories because that's where, that's where they get you with the ads, right? So I come across this ad from a company called Foodvisor and I'll actually read the ad to you because I have it up. So it's from the company Foodvisor. I don't know what they are. All I see is a blank screen. And I'll actually link uh, the story highlight that I put this in called ad school, (laughs) which is basically like my mini school of marketing. But anyway, the advertisements from a company called Foodvisor, it's just this blank screen. It's kind of like a beigey screen. There's a 
drawing of a rectangle that I'm assuming is supposed to like evoke an iPhone or a smartphone. There's some icons on the screen, things about food, like starchy sodas, add sugars in hot drinks, like random things about food and beverages. And then there's a singular headline, okay? And the headline reads, it's like Duolingo, but for food. And I immediately went, are you fucking kidding me? If you want to sell someone on your idea, this is the worst way to do it. Let me tell you why. The first thing is that it's borrowed interest. So borrowed interest is basically using another brand or a person or a logo or something and you're using it as a crutch. You're relying on it to sell the to sell your concept instead of stating your UVP in your own words. So another example of this was when uh, 21 Savage and Drake created like a fake Vogue cover to advertise for their uh, Her Loss album. And Vogue, uh, you know, filed a lawsuit against them because they were using the Vogue logos with and like brand elements without Vogue's permission. Hence, it was a case of borrowed interest. Interest being like, you know, something of value usually in the branding world. So a branding element like a logo, a name, something of the nature that's usually been trademarked. Okay. (laughs) But more importantly, aside from the fact that you're like using an element that's trademarked and it's like property, intellectual property of another brand, because this isn't a legal podcast, it's a branding podcast. (laughs) Um, It's borrowed interest in the sense that like you could have taken the time to explain in an elevator pitch in this, like how your product is unique. But instead you just like told me about Duolingo and like you thought that Duolingo could explain the concept of your company, even though that's not how it works. So anyways, that immediately was like, oh, really? And then when you use another company name or another person's name, like another very popular one is like, there was a, they've changed it now, thankfully, but there, there was, there's this, um, an app for creators where they can like review brands and it's basically about paid transparency and like what, how brands paid other creators, how much they paid, how was the experience of working with them. So anyways, for a really long time, this app called Clara used to advertise themselves as the glass door for creators. And it also was like, oh no, very recently within the last, maybe I want to say two months or so, they stopped using that marketing entirely. And I think it's because somebody probably on the investing team was like, uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. So when you do something like that, I immediately latch, like when you say the glass door for creators, right? Or it's like Duolingo, but for food, I immediately latch onto the words glass door and Duolingo. I forget everything else you said. Okay. So basically You thought you were explaining your concept to me and trying to sell me on your idea. You know what you sold me on? Duolingo and Glassdoor. (laughs) You sold me on the company that you're using to explain how your product is different. Furthermore, right? Let's say if I'm not a fan of Duolingo or I'm not a fan of Glassdoor, if you tell me something like, it's like food, 
It's like Duolingo, but for food or the glass door for creators. If you tell me those things and I am like being re-traumatized by the words Duolingo and Glassdoor because I let's say, for example, I don't like those companies, then I'm immediately turned off by your idea, even if it's good. Because I'm like, oh, I don't like those companies. So I, I just don't see how this is going to work. That's how my mind is going to work. All right. And then the final thing that this does is when you're releasing a new thing, a new app, a new uh, product, a new whatever, comparing it to an existing product, even if it's not in your vertical, kills the newness of it. So what ends up happening is if you tell me it's like uh, Duolingo, but for food, something that's going to happen in my mind is like, okay, then why does your thing exist? Even though Duolingo has nothing to do really, except for maybe user, user experience. I don't know. I actually didn't even understand what this ad was for. But even if Duolingo has nothing really to do with your brand, like it's a different, com, com, in a completely different vertical, I immediately think, well, like Duolingo already exists and it's great. So like, what, what the fuck's the point of your idea? And this all goes back to the overarching point that I was making at the very beginning in that when you advertise anything, if you're an influencer advertising uh, on behalf of a brand and you're doing a brand deal, or if you are creating marketing and, and for your own company and you're advertising for your own company, please don't fucking use an existing product or company in order to sell your product. Like, don't do that. It will just, it will do the things I mentioned. <laughs> and because the whole point of any piece of marketing, any, any type of pitch that you're doing, because the whole point of that is to get your consumer or a potential investor or a partner to get really, really excited about this idea. When you use another company to, or another product or somebody else's brand identity and element as a crutch to convey your unique selling point, the, you kill the excitement. So please don't do that. <laughs> and it could also, by the way, like it did for Drake and 21 Savage, it actually uh, got them into a lawsuit. So you know when Drake was like, 21, can you do something for me? Okay, 21 did him a lawsuit. <laughs> so... Please be careful and be original. It like it like shows how unoriginal that thinking also is. It's kind of like, okay, well, if you're like mini pitch, if your elevator pitch for your brand or product was this lacking of creativity, so is probably your product, honestly. Or maybe you don't even fucking believe in it. Or maybe you like copied an existing company's strategy and you're just like using it as a cash grab. It doesn't create like a lot of trust. So just keep that in mind when you're in the process of, of pitching or advertising or selling or marketing anything, and especially when you're building your brand. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.